This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we explore so many questions on today's show. First, we introduce a new installment of What's in the Box? That's one question. Then we weigh in with a Reddit, Am I the Asshole? That's another question. Also, some small town headlines that have us scratching our heads. And finally, a game of Would You Rather? There's another question. And hey, here's one more question. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care. Take your property to the next level with Mario's Lawn Care. And by APC Pest and Termite Control. Knocking them dead since 1981. Small Town Scuttlebot. Hey, good morning, Liz. Good morning, Rick. Usually I come into the show full of uh, excitement. Vim and vigor, as one would say. Yeah, yeah, I like that term. (laughs) But today, I'm a little distracted, and you might have seen me uh, taking some off Yeah, you're you're literally just walking around with bug repellent. Yeah, like the the bug spray that you uh, put on yourself to keep mosquitoes at bay. Yeah, why do we need that in the studio? Because we have a cricket in here. (gasps) Do you hear him? Yes. Yeah. Wait, what? Why are you spraying him? Just leave him alone. I just want to, because he doesn't shut up. (laughs) (laughs) This is Small Town Scuttlebutt with Rick Fink and Liz Daly. Only. We don't need. Oh, we have a third mic. Yeah. We got Cricket on mic Mm -hmm. three. Aw. Yeah, I think I'll. What are you hoping to do with the bug spray, though? Just make him say, hey, you know what? I don't like the air quality. Like you just want him to leave? Yeah. I'm trying to show him the door or the hole that he crawled in through. Now I can't stop hearing him. (laughs) It's like one of those beats. Where is it? Do you think we could catch it? No. That's the problem with crickets. Oh, okay. You ever see the cricket that's actually making the noise in your house? You can't. Yeah. It's got like that sonar bouncing sound. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like. Chirp, chirp, chirp. And you're like, where did that come from? Yeah. You walk over and then you hear it behind you. And it's like, I know there's only one in the house. <laughs> <laughs> um, allow me for the hat trick to talk about um, periods and whatnot. Yes. Tampons. Yes. Let's always will. bring it back to the monthly bill. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the third episode in a row. I think we're going to exhaust this topic. But yeah. the cricket thing had me, reminds me of tampons. And I'll tell you why. Wait, what? Yeah. Totally. That's word association cricket, tampons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's only one degree between the two. Do tell. Well, did you know the old days women actually used... No, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Don't listen to Mr. Fink, kids. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so, no, uh, when I was in college, Mm -hmm. we were good friends with a sorority that lived next door. Actually, we kind of had a compound. We had shared property, and it was Mm. just... It was very convenient. That's cool. Yeah, it was cool. And they were were like our sister sorority. They were like really good friends, you know? And we played pranks... On them as as you do in college, and we had our pledges go to a pet store and buy a hundred crickets and then go into their house and just you know let them a hundred yeah wow yeah you buy them for like <laughs> for lizards I know I have a them. lizard oh. I buy crickets once a week oh. yes Liz mm-hmm. I, I should have known you had a <laughs> yes! lizard I mean come on <laughs> um, yeah so uh, the crickets mm-hmm. were about around in the house and for like. A whole semester, these things are like chirping around. Oh my god! Yeah, it took forever. It was annoying. Were they pissed? 
Oh, yeah, it was funny pissed. It, it actually, the funny kind of wore off. You know, I was like just going to say, yeah, that funny after yeah. like three days. Oh, <laughs> yeah, day three, you're like, okay. So this, Did they do anything to get you back? Well, here All comes right. the tampons, right? <laughs> they took their pledges, had to go out and buy a bunch of tampons. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking maybe another hundred, right? And they soaked them all in water. They just put them in a bucket of water. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they all expanded and did their thing. Well, then they took the tampons and they threw them all over. They basically peppered our whole house with tampons. <laughs> that just, you throw a tampon against the house, it'll stick. It'll just go. Oh, I've never tried that. <laughs> Why? What do you do with a tampon, Liz? Come on. <laughs> God, you don't even know what you're doing with these things. I thought you were going to say they flushed them down your toilet and clogged the toilet. No. No? No, we didn't have, uh, we didn't pay our water bills. So <laughs> that, thing, that thing wasn't working. That's why we went over to their house to use their bathroom. <laughs> uh, no, they. our house looked like it was being invaded by little white lab mice. Oh my, ew, gross. Oh, we thought it was awesome. <laughs> Now, do you think we told our pledges to go clean that house, you know, get the tampon? No, we left them on You just there. left them oh, there? yeah. <laughs> yeah, like for the whole semester, there's like tampon. Like, what is going on here? Like, Did you think that was like a way to attract women? You're like, oh, look at all the tampons we have. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get some street cred when you're like in good with a whole house That's full fair. of women. Yes. They're like, if they like us right. and they think that they can get away with throwing mm-hmm. tampons and we take it all in stride, yep. we must be a cool bunch of guys. And mm-hmm. I think we were. <laughs> um well i've uh we gotta this show is gonna be fun it is because uh we were like hey let's just kind of cobble to you know what it is it's leftover night it's yeah let's go in the fridge yep and and we've got a bunch of stuff that's kind of piling up on the sides and we should we should touch it let's just talk about how does it how does it fit into a theme well let's just yeah, that's why I call potpourri, yes, right which on. is my one of my favorite Jeopardy categories, which is when the writers get lazy and they can't think of any more <laughs> topics for, like, the Bible category, so they're like, oh, potpourri it is. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, why don't we start with a um, product of the week, or actually, uh, what's in the box, right? Yes, what's in the, what is in the box, Rick? Listeners have spoken, and they, mm-hmm. they said they want more what's in the box, yep. so from time to time, we all might encounter some unpleasant breath right yes you know you might give yourself the breath test mm-hmm. before a meeting or something oh maybe i should uh, get a mint or something right. right well i i'm very uh sensitive to bad breath i'd hate to put someone in the situation where they need to be really polite yes <laughs> and yeah. endure yeah. my bad breath yeah. right not that i have a bad breath issue i don't think <laughs> but no one's but you're hyper aware of yeah, it, yes. which i think is a good thing yes yeah so i was excited to see therabreath Dentist formulated fresh breath oral rinse fights bad breath for twelve hours. This thing is oh. all about. Bad so it's like breath. a mouthwash type yeah, of thing. But okay. you know, usually you get something that's like we're gonna get the plaque, we're gonna you know, yes prevent cavities. You know, it's gonna strengthen fluoride, whatever. It's about teeth. A multi-purpose, health. yeah. This thing's like, hey, you're not gonna have bad breath when oh. you use this. So I thought, wow, this is mouthwash that's made specifically for keeping your mm-hmm. fresh breath. So. Available at CVS? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to get it. Oh, I forgot my Walmart readers, which <laughs> I wear now, but I, I wanted to read this. This is why I'm putting it in the what's in the box. Okay. <clears throat> because uh, the marketing is, is amazing. This guy throws his daughter under the bus to sell his product. Nice. Yeah. How do these bad boys look anyway? They look good. Not bad, right? 
It's funny. Also you, purchased at CVS? Or no, no, Walmart. <laughs> oh, Walmart. Okay. Dr. Harold Katz created the TheraBreath formulas in 1993 to help his own daughter with her bad breath. Since then, millions have used TheraBreath formulas for their daily oral care routine. Regain your confidence with ADA-approved TheraBreath. Now, I would love to just have a cup of coffee with his daughter. Right? And ask. Why does he have to out his poor daughter? First of all, Couldn't he have just said a loved one? (laughs) Now, that was our story on the back of the bottle in maybe a one and a half inch by one and a half inch block in like two point font. Mm -hmm. Question, did that story have to be told? No. No one's, I mean. Is, is that going to sell No the one who's not hosting a podcast is going to read that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what I do is when I use a product or brush my teeth, mm-hmm. I just read the toothpaste tube. Like I'm you always do? reading. I read something all the time. I just, you know, I'm not mm. going to, I can't just sit here and do a chore. It That's your to, ADHD. Yeah, yeah. I have to like read something, listen to something, yeah. look out the window, you know. All right, well, uh, do you have a review of the product? Oh, I think it's great. Okay. Yeah, here, come over here. But I thought that from a marketing perspective, Mm -hmm. telling everyone, telling the world Mm -hmm. my daughter's breath was Was so so bad bad that I had to stop my practice as a dentist, okay? (laughs) I had to take two weeks off. I went on hiatus (laughs) to deal with this problem. Mm -hmm. The the Listerine wouldn't work. Straight up 151 grain alcohol didn't work. So I came up with TheraBreath. <laughs> so he had to quit his day job just to help his stinky daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. So anyway, I just wanted to All share right. that. I thought that was a funny... All right, listeners, TheraBreath, yeah. Rick approved. Yeah. I don't know if his daughter approves of the marketing, but I approve of the product. Okay, fair enough. I think you heard pe- it here first. I think the people around you will appreciate it, too. <laughs> Um, you have a uh, I have a bunghole of the week. So of the week. Let's it was it. my it was my intent, Rick, to so I was in I was in Denver earlier this week for work, which was lovely. And it was my it was my intent to show prep on the plane ride out there because I left on Sunday and I was like, oh cool, like I'll have a few hours on the plane, blah, 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 like have this free time, whatever. Instead I watched the movie Creed starring Sylvester Stallone and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. He's hot. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and Sylvester Stallone. I mean, I'm going to give him some oh, props. He's on. 80. You think he's good looking? He's 80, Rick. And he's holding it together really well. Mm, hard disagreement. Really? Yeah. The guy looks like he's all beaten up. Well, he is. You can't even order a sentence. But yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Hot. And he's like playing a boxer so he's all ripped oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. here, here yeah let's do all of our scenes without a shirt on yes please <laughs> <laughs> yeah that no, that movie came out i saw that in theaters like eight years it was ago. Uh, yeah it we came out but i was a huge fan of the rocky movies i wanted to see the creed movies and it just so happened that it was available on my in-flight entertainment That's so awesome. it's like sweet and i feel like that was time well spent for me mm-hmm. um but yeah so as a result i didn't do my show prep so please forgive me mm-hmm. but <laughs> i do have a bunghole of the week awesome which comes to us from one of my favorite subreddits, Am I the Asshole? Oh, yeah. Because these good. are always these are always good. Mm-hmm. So yes. this woman is asking, am I the asshole for not returning a gift my brother-in-law bought for my daughter because my sister wants it for her child? So here's the story. Mm-hmm. This woman, um, her daughter Maddie was turning four, and they had a family birthday party for her, including, you know, grandparents, aunts, uncles, what have you. Yep. So her sister's there with her five-year-old daughter. 
her sister put her husband in charge of buying the gift for Maddie. Mm-hmm. Probably a so, mistake. Absolutely. Why would you do that? Mistake yeah. number one, sis. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the so when Stephen, this is the brother-in-law, shows up with the gift, um, it was one of those motorized ride-on cars. So that's a pretty pricey gift, yeah, right? Sure. We've all I think we've all bought them for our kids. Yeah. So. The poster says, Liv, who's her sister, Liv didn't say anything, but she was quite clearly surprised. But I didn't take it too seriously because she did say she'd left Stephen, her husband, in charge of the presents since he has more flex, a more flexible schedule. So I assume she just didn't know what he got. Um, I also noticed that my niece was upset and wanted to play with the car a lot. Two days later, the poster gets a call from her sister asking if she could return the car to them because... Her niece really wanted it. The poster says, I thought this was way out of line. And I said, no, her sister's now saying that she's the asshole because I she could easily afford to buy another one for her daughter, but her, the sister and her husband can't. So she's asking if she's the asshole because her sister wants her to return the birthday gift that was given to their daughter. Because so her daughter could play with it because <laughs> her daughter wants it. Yeah, that's awful. Right? These things are like $300. Yes. Yeah. And so you're buying your little five-year-old niece a $300 right. toy. That's a big ticket item. That's something that you usually a grandparent will step in yes. and buy something like that. And there's a conversation prior to. Absolutely. Like, we, like your father and I were thinking of getting. Yeah. Billy Is that a, okay? A swing set. Mm-hmm. Would you like a swing set? Yeah. Is it, do you have room for it? Is that something mm-hmm. that you would like? You know. And then we we take it from there. This was uh, a guy who just threw money at the thing. Like, oh, yeah, that one. Exactly. Yes. And then, or maybe he's like thinking, like when I was a kid, I would have loved to. Right. Or he wants maybe he wants to be the hero at the birthday party. Look at the coolest gift I bought. The one commenter Mm -hmm. said that perhaps this motorized car was actually purchased by the aunt for her own daughter, and the husband was too lazy to go out and get a birthday gift at the store. So he just like was like, oh, I'll just grab this from the garage and bring it over. <laughs> sure, yeah, so that's a possibility too. Yeah, but either way, the sister-in-law or sister rather is in the wrong for one, asking for the gifts back, but even more egregiously trusting her husband with a task that really he should not be trusted with. <laughs> yeah, this is why we have stereotyped exactly. gender role yep. jobs. Yep. Because I mean, I'm, I'm just telling you men, especially dads, are just not capable of handling some, what you would call a simple task, right. but, you know, what I would call an egregious uh, mm-hmm. expectation. Yes. Yep. You, you think I'm going to nail this? <laughs> you know me? <laughs> exactly. Uh, the real bummer about this is the birthday girl is really the person who's going to be, you know, like, she's the end user of yeah. this thing. It's, it's, it's a battle between the parents. Right. The kid's got the thing. She's already, like, driven it out to her backyard. Yeah, you can't and, take it away from her. You know, she's got the stuffies, you know, yes. packed up in the back trunk. She's cruising around the backyard, yep. you know, yep. top down. Yep, yep, <laughs> doing all that. Yep. Uh, yeah, clearly the asshole in this mm-hmm. situation is uh, the auntie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a water delivery I have upstairs. We had to drain, yeah. we had to drain our pool. Oh, so wait, is that like a seasonal thing? Do you have to do that every uh, year? No, or is we, this a, okay. we had to do some new tile work. So we had oh, to drain, right. We had to drain the pool. And when the pool was drained, I was like, I got to do a Instagram video, 
utilizing an empty swimming pool because this won't happen again. So (laughs) that was inspo for my skateboarding uh, video that I did for our show on uh, on the Insta. Follow us at Small Town Scuttlebutt. Yeah, let me uh, let's take a break now. I'll go address this guy and get him going, and then uh, we'll we'll be back. Perfect. Fall is here, and these are three easy-to-follow lawn care tips from our friends at Mario's Lawn Care. Avoid cutting more than one-third of the grass blade at a time to prevent stress on the lawn. Also, you want to aerate and overseed to allow better water and nutrient penetration to the grass roots and spread grass seed evenly over the lawn and water thoroughly. Also, apply a balanced, slow-release fertilizer with a lower nitrogen content. Remember that the specific care your lawn needs may vary depending on your region and grass type. So it's a good idea to consult with a local expert like Mario's Lawn Care. Hey there, homeowners. It's time to take back control of your yard and say goodbye to those pesky pests. Introducing APC Pest and Termite Control, your ultimate solution to a bug-free oasis. With APC's monthly yard spray service during spring, summer, and fall, you can revel in your outdoor space without worry. Enjoy a fantastic 10% prepaid discount, plus convenience is king. APC accepts all major credit cards for a hassle-free experience. Don't let pests dictate your outdoor plants. Take charge of your yard today with APC Pest and Termite Control, knocking them dead since 1981. There's a lot of small towns out and about, Liz. Mm-hmm. A lot of news that you wouldn't even know about <laughs> if it wasn't for the podcasts like ours. Right. That dig this stuff up. The hardcore investigation, or actually the culling of other people's right. hard the hardcore Googling. Yeah. <laughs> this one is, uh, we were just talking about power wheels, right? Mm-hmm. I, yes. I think is what, what the birthday present was about. Well, you know, power wheels aren't just for kids, mm. apparently. Because a man was arrested for driving a toy car while intoxicated, according to Indiana State Police. A trooper patrolling the Vince, Vince, Vincene. Oh, <laughs> How do you say that word? <laughs> what is every time I have to have a Vincennes, I would say. Vincennes? What is yeah. it? You think you're in France? Bonjour. <laughs> Frickin' Wisconsin, Indiana. A trooper patrolling in Vincennes. Indiana, around 9 p.m. Wednesday, saw a man identified as 51-year-old John McKee operating a Power Wheels Jeep in the roadway, (laughs) Stapley said in a news release. So he was driving a child's car on, like, an actual street? Yeah, and I'm I'm impressed because I once tried to do that. I couldn't even fit. Right? Couldn't even fit. I mean, you got to have your legs What, is that guy the size of, like, a jockey? I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, right. (laughs) State police added that McKee's Power Wheels Jeep had no lights or reflectors and was difficult to see. Well, Well, it's a child's car. Of course it doesn't. It's not like it passed inspection (laughs) last month. Uh, The trooper pulled McKee over and gave him a field sobriety test after seeing displayed signs of impairment. Stop. He gave him a sobriety test for driving a child's car. I mean, how fast can that even go? Like four miles an hour? Where is the dash cam video for this? Right? 
This would be hilarious. You know what? I want to be friends with this guy because if you can get hammered and take a toy car out on the roadway, like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> McKee failed the sobriety tests and was taken to a hospital where testing showed he was under the influence of methamphetamine oh, and marijuana. Well, okay, maybe I don't want to be friends with him anymore. Yeah. He was arrested and booked on a felony charge of operating a vehicle while intoxicated with a prior conviction. A felony? Yeah. That's a felony? Uh, on a felony charge of operating huh. a vehicle while intoxicated. Interesting. That is so ticky tack. Yes. I mean, I mean you kind of start losing me uh, with the methamphetamine. Yes. However, you're doing four miles an hour in a little plastic in car. In a child's car. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you, like. You're, you are not a threat. You are not mm, a danger to society. You're just a danger to yourself. Even at four miles an hour. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing this guy's probably going to get a shitty public defender and isn't going to be able to get these charges dropped. But I feel like a half-decent lawyer could get this thrown out. If I were the judge, I would, and this came to my courtroom, mm-hmm. it didn't get dealt with, you know, with the magistrate. or Right. The, I'd be like, this got to me. Right. Like, this is what I woke up and... <laughs> put my judge's robe on for? I put, I put my robe on for this <laughs> bullshit? Yeah. Dude, get out of here. Yep. Stay off the methamphetamine mm-hmm. and go buy a real car. Yes. Case closed. Case that's closed. what that's what I would do. Judge Judge Fink, Wapner. Judge Fink presiding. <laughs> this one comes from Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Uh, school bus drivers across northeast Wisconsin are back in the routine of transporting students to and from school. Wow, that is a small town news lead right there. <laughs> I learned nothing from it, and it did not hook me. Right. It just pointed out obviously. The same thing that happens every school year. Yeah. 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 But now we get to the good stuff. And for one of the oldest drivers in the state, it's a second career she never expected. This week in Small Town News, we hop on board Betty Halsey's bus in Oshkosh. This Mm. reads like a TV script because it was from uh, Channel 12. Oh, okay. W, or no, it's uh, from WBAY. Two days before the state of the new school year, Betty and the rest of the drivers for Cabussin buses head out on practice runs for their upcoming routes. This fall marks Betty's 23rd year behind the wheel at the age of 87. Okay. She's nowhere Uh, close uh, to feeling her age. Not yet, said Betty with a laugh. (laughs) Yeah, it's all funny until you Until you plow into... (laughs) I mean, Betty, Mm -mm. it's time to hang it up. Betty, you know, I, I think it's great that you want to get out there and help mm-hmm. and do stuff and be involved with the kids. Maybe crossing guard yes. is more your style. I don't I'm not putting my child no. on a school bus driven by someone who remembers when Abraham Lincoln was in office. <laughs> <laughs> Eighty seven years old. I don't I don't care. I'm sorry. This is not ageism. This is just practicality. Yeah, this is just Safety. common sense. Yes. The other day, I got a I got a text from a buddy. Mm-hmm. He sent me a picture of a, a Chrysler LeBaron on two wheels, rolled up on top of the curb or the sidewalk in front of our post office oh. on the on the rock wall, just like pitched at a forty five oh degree angle on it. And I wrote back, judging by the make and mm-hmm. model of this car, this person is probably north of eighty five years old. Yep. How did you? How did, how did that jump happen? A curb, right. Across the sidewalk, up. Yes. <laughs> up a, a rock wall and then finally yeah, come to Yeah, how fast could you have been going? I don't know, but that... That's scary. That is scary. Who knows? Betty, Betty, you might have a medical emergency right. between your third and fourth stop that you weren't planning for. Mm-hmm. You had no signs of happening. This, yeah. This is your reality. 
And if my kid's on your bus, um, we're going to have a little conversation with the yeah. principal. There's no mandatory retirement age for school bus drivers. There should be. There should be. Because you, 55 air traffic controllers, mandatory yeah. retirement. Yep. Hey, yep. Job's too stressful, too busy. We loved your service. I mm-hmm. know you got another six years, but rules are rules. Yep. Fully right off, supportive. You're, mm-hmm. you're retired at 55. Yep. Go be a bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> for the next 32 years. Yeah. <laughs> but with driving a bus, I mean, it's a couple tons of machines. Yes. Just, just barreling around town. With a bunch of screaming kids. Oh, yeah. The distractions. Yeah. Well, your hearing's probably not that good. That's They're true. Very blissfully unaware. <laughs> <La-dee-da. laughs> She's humming to herself. In 2001, after working at Miles Kimball for 25 years, Betty planned to retire. That is, until she ran into a friend at a birthday party. And he said, oh, you should drive a school bus. And I said, I don't think I can pass the test. And I don't know why, but I went down to the DMV and I did pass it, said Betty. Okay. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't think she should be a bus driver. Agreed. I, I think that's irresponsible. It's a. It's not yep. a sweet, cute story. No, it's that, not. Like the news stations, like, isn't this wonderful? Wouldn't it be great if your nana or your grandma was a bus driver? No, no, nope, nope, no nope. news anchor. Would you put your kid on Betty's bus? I don't think so. You know, there's an emergency. She's got to act quick. <laughs> yeah, I don't think those reflexes are <laughs> acting quickly. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan. Um, that story goes on too long, so we don't have to read that. That's like ran two and a half pages about <gasps> Betty. Did you see the uh, Barbie movie? No, Avery went with um, a bunch of girlfriends. Um, one of her friends' moms took one for the team and took took a bunch of girls. That mom claims she took one for the team. She was the one that wanted to go and drag. I want to. I do want to see it. It's supposed to be good. My wife saw it. She said it was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the guy? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, yeah. Kind of a kind of a catch, right? Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to pick a Ryan, it's going to be Ryan Reynolds. But, you know, mm. I wouldn't kick Ryan Gosling out of bed. Okay. <laughs> I bet Dan would. <laughs> Scooch over. <Yeah. laughs> There's room for three. It's a king size you're, bed. You're <laughs> well, in Hudson, Wisconsin... That town is filled with vintage homes, but a few of them are colorful enough to make Barbie turn green with envy. Now, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. That's That's a a good good one. one. Okay. (laughs) I'm in. I'll take that. I'm going to keep reading this one. (laughs) People want to stay in a house that's different. It's not the normal beige. It's pink, said Barbie Core Castle owner Brooke Fleetwood. You could say Fleetwood thinks everything looks pretty in pink. She owns a handful of properties in town that are all decked out in her favorite color, including one she named the Pink Castle, which is often booked a year out for bachelorette parties. Uh, I'm sorry, annoying (laughs) bachelorette (laughs) parties. I forgot a word there. Uh, Birthdays and family gatherings. But a week before the Barbie movie opened last month, Fleetwood decided... Fleetwood decided to paint another short-term rental, a 100-year-old Victorian home formerly known as the Goth Castle. Pink as well to take advantage of Barbie mania. Yeah. Wow. I'm a capitalist at heart, you know? You do you. Okay. (laughs) Um, Good, good, because we have a Mm -hmm. disagreement, Liz. I say that uh, if this was my neighbor... And they painted their house pink. I would be bullshit. I'd be like, "Where's the zoning? Where's the law? Get the get the book with the rules in it, Leslie. <clears throat> Find the stuff in the five point five. There's got to be something in here about not painting your house. Well, if it's not like a homeowners association type of situation, your neighbor could paint their house whatever color they want, right? You, I don't know. 
I bet you can. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. Like yeah. in the small town of Hingham, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. if you live on Main Street, yeah. um, there's very strict rules about, I think you can only have like white Christmas lights. Um, there's probably rules around what color your house can be yeah. as well. So, so I guess depending on the town, there probably are ordinances around what you can do, maybe depending on where you live. Like if you're in a historical district or something, there's probably some rules and regulations around that. Well, yeah. I mean, I was uh, going back to the <laughs> idea that it's a 100-year-old Victorian. Mm. I wonder if her intent is to keep it pink or just to capitalize on this short-term kind of Barbie mania. And well, if that's the case, all for it. Make your money, honey. It's a short-term <laughs> rental, and she wanted to take advantage of Barbie mania. Yeah. So now the school's back, Barbie mania has Probably subsided. dying down. Maybe we repaint the house. Mm-hmm. But I, I can tell you, a paint job for a Victorian house, let's say it's three, 4,000 square feet. Mm, that's you're that's looking costly. At about, you're looking <laughs> at about, I'm probably $15,000, $20,000 yeah, in painting. Yeah, 15000 probably, yeah. So $15,000. I, I, Unless she, like, half-assed it for the short-term Capitalization. Well, I don't know. Well, now I, we're just making up things about this woman. We're just, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what we do. That's what we do. She's the one overreacting. Right. We're just reacting. We're just reacting to her to overreaction. Her. I think. What was the reaction? I'm going to paint my house pink. You know, that's the overreaction, mm-hmm. and our reaction is speaking to that. That's we're we're right. Okay, on. fair this, enough. This is, this, is, <laughs> this is billed as you know, advertised. We have microphones, so we can say whatever we want. That's right, and. uh <laughs> And um, Fleet, uh, what Brooke Fleetwood? Yep, you know, she mm-hmm. she already said what she had to say. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of it. I think a hundred year old Victorian. By the way, the whole thing is pink, like mm. trim oh, doors, yeah. body paint, everything. It's all just pink, head to toe. It it doesn't. As someone look- who appreciates architect architecture, historical, mm-hmm. you know, maintaining historical historical significance of things, I would not care for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, those are those are the right. well. I have small town, uh, <clears throat> a small town overreaction that comes to us courtesy of my husband. Yeah. Who the other day he went out and the the mailman came by, mail truck came by, delivered our mail. He went down and got it and came back in and he goes, you know what? He goes, I think it's bullshit that our mailman wears shorts and a t shirt. He goes, he works for the government. He should really be wearing his government issued United States Postal Service uniform. I go, are you serious right now? He's like, yeah. I mean, tampering with mail is a federal offense. I really feel like they should be wearing their uniform. Um, Dan, I never gave this thought. <laughs> <clears throat> but I wholeheartedly concur. I knew you would. <laughs> because of <clears throat> what what he, his reasoning mm-hmm. is sound. It, it's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. What are we doing? Are we... Are we, you know, like when I get someone else's mail, right? Oh, it's it's the neighbor, right? right? You look at it and they, it's a utility bill or, mm-hmm. okay, they need that. Like you flip through, you see the name. Oh, here's the utility. Okay, put that in a pile. Oh, look, I got a bundle of their mail. Oh, here's, here's a thing and it's total bullshit flyer junk mail. Mm-hmm. I don't sift through it for them and say, that's junk. I'll right. throw that away. I'm not going to wait. Or, or if I get one thing and it's just a piece of crap, mm-hmm. I don't say, oh, that's just a piece of crap and throw it away. Because it's not my mail. It's exactly. not my mail yeah. to throw away. Maybe they want this window cleaning flyer <laughs> that somebody <laughs> dropped off. You know, Maybe that's their thing. But the fact that I theoretically could commit a felony in my own kitchen mm-hmm. by throwing it in the trash yeah. is uh, 
It's pretty remarkable. That seems like the probably most overrated or the over amped up, yes. fel- trumped up felony ever, mm-hmm. right? Even He's- more so than the guy that got arrested for driving the motorized car. <laughs> yeah, like the toy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But your dad makes, uh, your dad, your husband makes a mm-hmm. good point because uh, he they are a government employee and every other government employee that has a uniform has to wear, like, what? Do, why, why, why do we have uniforms if we're not going to wear them? Well, that was kind of his piece. Like, they had to pass an exam. They're employed mm-hmm. by the government. They serve an official capacity. They should be representing themselves accordingly. Yeah. I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Does the mail still come on time? It does. Okay. Yeah. Does yep. the mailman have an ankle bracelet like your grocery delivery man? <laughs> not that I've noticed. Okay. Well, then- <laughs> oh, by the way, the ankle bracelet's gone from the grocery delivery guy. Yay. It's moving up. He's, he's getting he's, his life back He's together. off parole. Good. For what, whatever horrific crime he committed that I don't want to know anything about. Because now he knows where I live. I know. I, <laughs> <that's cool. laughs> well, I think Dan uh, makes a good point. He also is of the mindset that, like, people should still dress up when they travel by airplane. Mm-hmm. Like, in, like, if it was still, if it was 1957, Dan would be super happy. Like, <laughs> he's, okay, so... That's a whole, that's a, we could do a whole episode <laughs> on, on flight etiquette, which I think we should do. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot, I, I, I recline, I recline. I'm yes, like, we've my, talked about my that. Yes. Reclines, reclines. Just the other day, I was listening to sports radio. Scott Zolak was saying, mm-hmm. he was talking about Tom Brady, you know, working with Delta now. He's like, Tom, here's mm. a couple things you can do right now. And he's, and he went through like five things. And one of them was, Weld the seats upright. No more reclining. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, no. Like, a six-hour flight is sitting mm-hmm. upright. I can't, like, no. I got to, like, lights out, man. I got to put on my face mask and my headphones <laughs> and zone out. Because I don't do well sitting still for six hours. Yeah. I have to sedate and just make the best of it. So, anyway. uh, so question for you. Yeah. On my flight back mm-hmm. from Denver this week, uh, it wasn't a full flight which was lovely because mm-hmm. uh, my flight out there was packed. So it was, I left Denver what would have been 7.30 Eastern time. So it was an evening flight. And in my row, I had the window seat. The middle seat was empty. And then there was a woman on the aisle seat. Mm-hmm. And like halfway through the flight, I really had to pee. Mm-hmm. And she had fallen asleep. Yep. And I was like, I got to go. Like, I got to go. Um, so... I climbed over her. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. I didn't know if I should wake her up, but then I thought that was rude. And I was like, I feel like. You climbed over it. You I had to. No. <laughs> what would you have done? <laughs> I, I would have woken the person up. And okay. I, this happens all the time. I've never heard this. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I'm horrified. <laughs> yeah, I am too, Liz. I thought you were better than this. No, actually... I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I really had to be. <laughs> if it was a man, what would you have done? I would have woken him up. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to straddle a random dude on the airplane. Yeah, but... As much as he would have enjoyed it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But you you see, uh, you you know, a a chick next to you. You're like, "Mm, Mm. I bet I could do this. Yeah, I mean, she was small. I feel like I could, you know... no, yeah. I think when you have a seat like that, you just understand, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like when you go to a sporting event, you get an aisle seat. You're like, sweet, I have an aisle seat. Yeah. Okay, it comes with a caveat. Right. 20 people down the right. side at some point will need to take their kid to the bathroom or go get popcorn mm-hmm. or buy another beer. So I'm going to be doing a lot of up and down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All but right. Yeah, I'll remember so, that for next time. But back to the dressing mm-hmm. up thing. Yes. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, wearing 
you know, taking your shoes and socks off on a plane is is inappropriate. Inappropriate. And, um, you know, a tank top mm-hmm. might be inappropriate. Like, come on, cover, like, be a little modest. But, yeah. yeah, we don't need to wear suits and ties. And- yeah, when we took Will to Bermuda, he was three mm-hmm. at the time. Dan's packing. And he, he laid a sport coat out on his bed. And I go, why are you bringing that? We have, we're not going to go anywhere nice for dinner. We have a toddler. Mm-hmm. He goes, it's to wear on the plane. Go, you don't need that. That's to wear on the plane. It's fine. That, that's old. That's old school. Told, like, I mean, like, if he could be Don Draper, mm-hmm. not John Ham, Don Draper, yeah, 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 <laughs> he, yeah, he yeah. would like martini card in the office. Like wow. everybody dresses up. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's gotten better since COVID. When you know, like, you couldn't, you weren't going anywhere nice, yeah, right? So he's yeah. a lot more casual than he was before. But okay. like, yeah, he is old school. Wow. Old school. Well, you dress up too, so I can't imagine yeah. you dressing down. I bet you two are the sharpest dressed people on the plane. I'd like to think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you accessorize. <laughs> you get everything. <laughs> you, you look up to find out what, what the seat colors are on the Delta <laughs> flight. <laughs> Midnight blue. Let's see. Gold will go I don't. Nice I don't want to clash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, when you dress up a little bit, you you show a little more self respect. That's you how get I feel. Respect, yes. and it's just a decorum upgrade. And mm-hmm. you know, having I wanted to go somewhere with. I wanted to go to Bermuda with Leslie. I mm-hmm. said we should get out of here. It's a two hour flight. JetBlue is flying mm. out of Logan, direct. Yep. Leslie, we yeah. could just we could, could just, be there by lunchtime. Yeah, we mm-hmm. could just let let your aunts come over or something, spend a couple days with the kids. Yeah. and they're retired, and we go and. And she's like, I'm not flying. I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, no, it's awful. Have you seen, like, what's going on in air? Like, they treat you like garbage, like the airlines. Mm. I'm like, well, small price to play. <laughs> small price to pay to get to Bermuda. Know, two nights, three days. Mm-hmm. In it's one of my favorite places. I've never been. Oh, it's beautiful. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. It's yeah. Like, this is, this is right there. It's gorgeous. <laughs> mm-hmm. The people are lovely. The beaches are beautiful. Good restaurants, the waters. It's the it's the only place I'll go in the ocean, in the Atlantic Ocean. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You'll never see me swimming off the coast of Cape Cod. Yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, all all right. right. Well, that's a tangent. Yeah, that was, that was a big tangent, but that's okay. All right. So, Rick, because I was desperate for show prep, um, I took a page out of uh, my children's book. My kids love to play the game, Would You Rather? Mm. And they ask me these ridiculous questions like, would you rather have horns or a tail? You know, whatever. Yeah. So I came up with some Would You Rather questions for you. So we're going to do a lightning round. I hope they're not as Would You Rather. Tame as (laughs) would extra body part. (laughs) Um, Well, this one I already know the answer to because of the what's in the box. But Mm -hmm. would you rather have smelly feet or bad breath? Smelly feet. Same. Yeah. Would you rather be a famous artist or a famous athlete? Hmm. A, a famous artist. Well, listen, I don't know if you noticed, but I got <laughs> three Instagram reels up right now, blowing up. Uh-uh. And uh, this podcast is crushing it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of already consider myself a, a world-renowned artist. Uh, but in seriousness, I think if you're an artist, your career can span your entire life. Mm-hmm. If you're an athlete, you know, NFL stands for not for long. Like you've got <laughs> a couple of years, of, you know, and then you're done. Yeah, I agree. I, and also, as an artist, your work 
transcends your lifetime, right? So, like, mm-hmm. let's say you're a famous photographer. Sure. You die. Your photos are still there. People can still appreciate it, you know? Yeah. So, I agree. That's right. You can still appreciate it, and uh, it lives on. Your legacy lives on. Also, there's mm-hmm. something intellectual about an artist. Yes. Like, you might be weird as shit. Like, but people you, respect you because yeah, you have talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Robert Smith from The Cure. I yes. saw this video of him with, like, oh! nappy, messed up hair and his lipstick. Was... He looks like like a deranged aunt or yeah. something. Now. Like, he, he's, and he's he's crazy. And, yes. And, and uh, you know, the caption's like, Robert Smith can do whatever he wants. And I'm like, you know what? I suppose. It, it, the Cure is not my band. And, no. uh, I, you know, I, I would never take a fashion tip from <laughs> anyone in that band. Right. But I do appreciate what they've accomplished and that they do have a, an audience and that mm. they're legitimately talented. I yes. mean, it's, it's music. It's subjective. It's not my style. So outside looking in, mm-hmm. 10,000 feet, I'm looking at it going, yeah, this guy is calling his own shots. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants mm-hmm. because he's an artist. People are still paying to see him. Yeah. So yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you rather live on a boat or in a treehouse? Could this uh, treehouse be as elaborate as you want to make it? I suppose. There's no limitations. And put it wherever you want. Wherever you want. Because you know what I'd do? I'd I'd build a treehouse like in Central Park, like 4,000 square feet. Nice. Like just make it huge. (laughs) (laughs) I've actually gone on Airbnb and looked at tree houses for rent tree houses seem cool i You're think it would be the, cool yeah. but you know what the problem was i couldn't find one that accommodated a family of five i had one i have one too many kids you do mm-hmm. were you pissed when you found out you're having twins you were like shit i only wanted one of these i things. wasn't pissed i was fucking terrified <laughs> oh. Dude, were you thinking of like giving one up like you know Sophie, no Sophie's no choice here? no no <laughs> Well, I already have a boy. Right. Don't need don't need, don't need two of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, once you go from a family of four to a family of five, everything it, changes. It, everything changes. Our everything changes. Our financial advisor actually talked us out of having. Well, I, I wanted to have like another kid. I was yeah. I came from a family of three. I wanted to have. I just felt like you know. Mm-hmm. Where's my little brother? Like you know, there's no right. there's no Uncle Bob in this family. Like you know the the youngest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's just these two, but you know, the, the, our advisor was like, hey, you know, if you do five, I mean, just think about everything. All these, you're traveling. This mm-hmm. is just a side it's a game conversation. Changer. Yeah, it's a game yeah. changer, it's for like, sure. Very strategic to have two. Also, mm-hmm. uh, we have a uh, population problem. You know, we have too many, cons- everyone's like, oh, it's the environment. I'm like, well, yeah, obviously. But, I mean, let's walk it backward. Mm-hmm. What's causing that? The population. The, too many consumers on this planet. Yep. So my attitude is you you can replicate yourself, you can replace yourself, but don't add to it. Yeah. Know? So a couple has two kids. Well, that was my intent, but you set the bar. You know, yeah, but then you But science, you know, <laughs> got in the way. <laughs> right. You have great kids too, by the way. So. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. At all everything happens for a reason. Yeah. I firmly believe that. I'm, so. glad, I'm glad you kept them. Me too. <laughs> All right. Would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts or for everyone you know to access your internet history? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, you know what? Uh, For being honest, my my internet history is probably just the same as everyone else's. And if you're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you don't want to know my thoughts. Exactly. That's why they're thoughts. Thoughts. 
they stay in my head. I actually have a filter list. If you don't think I do, and yeah, you should you should see some of the shit that I do come up with. My inner monologue is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> how would you? How would you? Um, that that internal monologue. How would you? Um, if you had to personify it and describe it, it's like an a ball of rage. Mm, okay, comes from a place of anger. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because I'm super impatient. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like like I'm just in my mind. I'm picturing like a ball of fire. Like that's my inner monologue. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mine's very uh, sarcastic, mm. angry. With I have to find some humor in this, you know. But well, that's how we survive. It, yep, that's the coping <laughs> mechanism. Yep. But yeah, I um I'd like to keep my thoughts to myself. I think I think everyone would appreciate that too. Yeah, I I agree. I, I'm in the same boat. So, all right. Would you rather watch nothing but Hallmark Christmas movies or nothing but horror movies? Some might say they're one and the same, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I actually have a sweatshirt saying uh, this is my Hallmark Christmas movie sweatshirt. Oh, <laughs> do you I, watch them? No, you should. Um. Are they good? No, they're horrible. That's why they're so good to watch. Like, like I love them because they're so awful uh-huh. and nothing really bad ever happens in them. So it's like a good, feel good, mindless type of thing. Yeah. Like the plots are all the same. Mm-hmm. Big city lawyer goes out to rescue his dad's peanut farm in rural California, meets the girl that's running the farm, and all she cares about is making homemade peanut butter, and they fall in love. Whatever. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. So, and he gives up his big city life, and yeah. It's all the the same. Yeah. But I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's mindless. <laughs> okay, well, I do love Christmas movies mm-hmm. and uh, even the musicals. You know, White Christmas, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, Bing Crosby and Danny fucking K. Yeah, I, love, those. <laughs> I love them. I love them. They're they're guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like watching two, a thousand percent two dudes tap dancing yep. and, and the costumes and the stage set. Like you just yeah. think of the times, like the nineteen forties mm-hmm. and the fifties. Like, wow, what a different world. Yeah. Horror movies are fascinating, though. I'm going to go with the horror movies because, um, like, it's a challenge. It's like, do you want to go on that roller coaster? I don't know. Let me think about it. Do you want to see this movie? I don't know. Let me, uh, yeah, during the day. (laughs) Like, do you like, because I put horror kind of in two different categories. There's sort of like the Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, super gruesome horror. Slasher film. And then there's... um, Paranormal Activity and The yeah. Ring, which are really, mm. really creepy. Like, well, yeah. do you like both, or do you have a preference? Uh, the slasher stuff is nonsensical yeah. to me. It's stupid. I mean, when we were kids, it was all the rage. Totally. Fr- Friday the 13th. 13th. I've seen them all. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then came out, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Those were the two big ones. If yep. you're a kid in the 80s, you're like, whoa, I gotta see it. Oh, mm-hmm. there's like another one. If you missed it, don't worry, there's another one coming exactly. out. Exactly. Like <laughs> Some topless girl running through a camp, you mm-hmm. know. Her boyfriend is going to be right back. <laughs> he came back with no head, you know. Uh, but yeah, pe- you, you can't have sex in a horror movie because you're guaranteed to be killed. Oh, the worst one. I can't remember if it was the guy or the girl, but 
Jason came up and grabbed the sleeping bag mm-hmm. and just picked it up and just started slamming it against oh. a tree with a body <laughs> in it. I was like, holy shit, there's a dude in that sleeping bag and he's just like slamming it against a tree. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fucked up. Who are these mm-hmm. people? Who are these writers that come up, you know what would be great, guys? I got this. <laughs> Shitty way to die, right? Dude, psychopath comes up. Hog ties you inside your sleeping bag beats you with it wouldn't that be awesome uh, but i love the paranormal stuff yes oh that stuff gets me so crazy because i i scream out loud like yeah I, i'm i'm like that you i can wouldn't feel the tension yeah mm-hmm. it's so bad that i want to go see a really scary movie in a movie theater to judge or compare and contrast my reaction to the jump scares oh. with everybody else because leslie dies laughing at how like i have a. It's almost like, have you ever, um, you probably haven't because you're smart and you're a woman and women don't do dumb things like this, but have you ever stuck your finger in a light socket? Why or, would I do that, Rick? <laughs> curiosity, <laughs> I mean, Liz. Like, curiosity. You never were like, what's 110 volts feel like? You never you No, never I mean, we, we have light socket protectors, so our children don't do that, which tells me I should not do it either. <laughs> okay, and you never touched a live wire by accident, changing something out? No? I don't change things, okay. so no. <laughs> All right. Well, if you, if you were to touch a copper wire mm-hmm. with 110 volts through it, like any outlet or light switch, it, it, mm-hmm. what's that? Is that your your watch? It was my watch. Oh. I don't know why. Uh, it has like this sort of magnet. It has a staying power. Okay. Like it takes you maybe a second to your brain to understand, oh, I'm being electrocuted. Okay. Get your finger off of it. There's something, I don't know if it's muscle spasm or the electrical current mm-hmm. messing with your body, but there's like that lag time, you know? And my laughs during a big jump scare, they linger. They're not, <laughs> they're not just like, ah! <laughs> It's like, ah! <laughs> hey, that's an overreaction. Oh, I know, I know it is. And then I look at my wife, I'm so embarrassed, but I'm like, that was a four second scream. Yeah. Um, so I would take that for the thrill, the, mm-hmm. the paranormal horror movie. Yeah, Will and his buddies are super into watching horror movies. And so I suggested that they watch The Blair Witch Project, which I loved. Yeah. And he did. He watched it, and he said it was terrible. So I don't know if it doesn't hold up. It probably doesn't hold up. It's been it's been knocked off a million times. So that, yeah. that it's almost its own genre now. Yes. Like we're 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 making a documentary. Air right. quotes. Right. But when it came out, like I that remember leaving, going, "Was this real or not?" Like, yeah. like, like I still don't know. Like that marketing, it was good. Was good back because in the day. they yeah. still had you like wondering, like, what am I right. looking at? Are these know? people alive or dead? Yeah, yeah. you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rick. That's what I had. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I appreciate it. All right. Rick will be performing this Thursday, September 21st in Sudbury, Massachusetts at Pawnee Indian Cuisine. You can get tickets with a buffet included at PawneeBuffetAndComedy.Eventbrite.com. And listeners, if you're disappointed at the lack of show prep this week, good news. Cousin Julie's coming back next week. Woo! Woo! That's going to be great. She'll be fun. She'll bring a lot of energy. That's right. I'm going to bring my Therabreath oral rent. So we can have a real intimate conversation about <laughs> whatever it is that's on Julie's mind. Yeah, and do you think the cricket will still be with us next week? No, I'm going to get rid of that. <laughs> or APC Pest Control can come over and That's right. Hey, Betty, I have a cricket. Like, <laughs> Help me. Wow, this is the manliest call I've ever taken. Seriously, you took on the wasps. Yeah. You can't take on a cricket. A singular cricket? I'll never find it. I know I'll never. I'll look everywhere. It will drive. It's gonna drive you crazy. Like you're gonna like. It's gonna be one of those where like you tear. Oh, like you're down of the studs looking for the cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what will happen. All right. 
All right, everyone. Thank you guys for listening. Um, if you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, etc. Please follow us on at Small Town Scuttlebutt on Facebook and Instagram. Rick has put out a hilarious new video on Instagram, so definitely check that out. And hit us up on smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.